Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. I think we heard JP in the news talk about the anticipation of high levels of traffic this weekend. And earlier we talked about the DNR is putting extra enforcement on the lakes to make sure there's no drinking and boating. And I'm sure the highway patrol is going to be out too. Uh, AAA says the worst time to travel would be today between 10 and 5. Uh, the roads may be jammed Saturday at 1 and Tuesday through midday. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be the day of heavy traffic. Everybody just, like, pay attention and, and get to where you're going safely. If it includes a hotel stay, by the way, there's a former hotel manager who's going viral with a video. Well, actually, a couple of them. One is about sneaky credit card scams that hotel travelers need to be aware of. Her oh, name is okay. Mel- Melissa. You know, she looks normal and legit. Talking about the credit card scams here. Number one is if you get a call to your room and they say they're the front desk and they're trying to verify your card number because your payment didn't get through, that is a scam. Immediately hang up. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, could you give us your number again? Nope. They, they would tell you, please come down to the desk. To the desk, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. That's okay. a good one. And then there's also, there's uh, there's another one. Second scam is if you're in your room or you come back and you see that there's a menu that's been slid under your door, be careful because people are actually scamming guests by having them call the phone number, placing oh, no. a food order, getting their credit card information, and never oh. delivering the food because they're not at a restaurant. So putting a fake menu under the door oh, with a number. People, shame on you. Why don't you put that cleverness to good work, you, you right. people? Now, a good video that she has, I mean, that's good as far as warning you. But yeah, another is, I would have never thought about those. Yeah. If you want to ask for a hotel upgrade, she has some suggestions on how to make that happen. Let's talk free hotel upgrades and how you can ask for them. If you're celebrating a special occasion, let them know. Depending on the time of the year and the availability, they may upgrade you. We, we did that once. Fogo de Chao. Has anybody been there that's in the Twin Cities? It's like, it, you would not set foot in Fogo de Chao. It's like a, a meat fiesta. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say oh, it's so dirty no. that you would never go in. No, okay, okay. It's all meat, and it's just as much as you can eat for like 50, 60 bucks. But, I mean, it's delicious for meat lovers. But we went one time. So we've already stuffed ourselves with meat, and the waiter comes around. Are you celebrating anything and like well i mean this was and it was legit like well we actually just got engaged oh well let me bring you a uh, a flan like an entire <laughs> flan they were just looking for reasons so yeah if you, okay. if you have a okay hey Mention you know what it. yeah. it's uh it's our 20th anniversary uh, can we get an upgrade here's another deal or when you check in, just ask nicely. And depending on where you're staying, sometimes giving them a cash tip may also work in your benefit for that free upgrade. Oh, now the mm. asking nicely, I was like, oh, oh, what? Be nice. Hey, any chance I could get an upgrade? But then, what? Slip them a 20? Uh, can I get a little up? That seems a little... Off. I will tell you, you you would think, because I know you're a nice person. Thank you. Except when you're in the car. Oh, man. Uh, but... <laughs> 
But you would be. I think I'm always very pleasant to deal with when I'm checking into a hotel. I just recently stayed in a hotel last weekend. And when I checked in, hey, how are you? Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was sitting in the lobby area killing time the next day after I checked out until I had to go to that wedding. The people that come in that are just so angry. And I don't know if they had a bad road trip to get there or they're just fighting with their family or they didn't want to be there in the first place. Don't take that out on the front desk person. Again, I would downgrade you if you acted like that. Like, oh, you had a nice room? I'm going to put you in the one right by the door so you're hearing that all night long. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. The second time we stayed at Isla Mujeres, Mexico, the island of women, it was at an all-inclusive, a nice place. But our room had our window overlooked a gigantic exhaust fan over the restaurant. I mean, the thing was probably nine feet in diameter. That's all you could hear over the waves. And so I went down. I said, look, this is our first time here and with my wife. And that exhaust fan is all we can hear. I was very nice. Do you happen to have another room? Well, we're all sold out. And I said, well, is there like a an upgrade room? You know, like the, the fanciest ones you have out on the ends where like they've the got their own deck. suite. Yeah. <laughs> she says, well, I can't do one of those. But we do have. And we so we not only got moved from the north. But an upgrade to a nicer, bigger room because oh, I I was okay. just like hey because you were you pleasant know, yeah See? even if you ha- even if you are a miserable person and you have to temporarily <laughs> fake it when you encounter other people in this world just be nice yeah. Or, Why not? That's right. <laughs> or pretend to be. Are you suggesting that I'm not? I have to no, pretend to be. No, I'm not saying be, you. Oh, I'm saying just yeah. anybody that happens to be listening to the show right now that is doing some traveling. Just try to fake being nice. If it doesn't come natural, just fake it. <laughs> there's your there's your tip of the weekend on Q102. Call or text Tim and Laura. Remember the last big movie? And I had you write down what they predicted that the... I was going to say the income would be, but what do I want to say? Uh, the box office. Uh, the box take. office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we have a new prediction for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, so we'll get into yes. that in Hollywood headlines. I'm kind of surprised that it's it's not low, but I would think for a movie that mm. has kind of been, mm. you know, taken out of the dust and brought back. <laughs> I was for an was, actor who's been taken well, out of the dust and brought back. I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> I feel like you can't because you did. You did say this would be the movie to get you back into the box office, and yeah, so I want to see it. I thought it would be a little bit well, higher than this. It's a holday weekend. Are people, you know? I'm always surprised on a holiday weekend how many people do go to the movies. Yeah. And no matter what holiday, like Memorial weekend, although that is the weekend that Mom and I went to see. Top Gun, but also Christmas. Oh, that's yeah. not always Christmas on a weekend, but yeah. Christmas is way too busy with running here, running here in my family to ever think about going and to the movies, but a lot of people do. Stretching out gift giving over 28 days. Yeah, I like it's, to do uh, that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> no, we do want to see Indiana Jones. Maybe Tuesday is going to be the day. If that's our biggest chance of rain this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We're going to hear about that. Wake up. It's the Q102 Morning Show. These are Hollywood headlines. Let's start with Kevin Costner. He said, the more and more the days go by and the more these divorce proceedings are being worked out, the more it seems like, oh, this is <laughs> getting kind of nasty. Kevin Costner says his, his estranged wife is including her plastic surgery expenses <laughs> in the 248000 she wants 
in child support every month. Now, I could see a spousal support, like, hey, I go to get my face done, Mm -hmm. part of this marriage for this many years. I can prove it. Here's the receipts. But in your child support... What, how is that supporting your child? Well, mama got to look good in the pickup line. Oh, so plus, plus, what was it? Two hundred forty-eight thousand. Two hundred forty-eight thousand. Yeah. What, what, I mean, what what does your kid need? Uh, like, is he a hockey goalie? It needs <laughs> pad. That's an expensive position and an sport, expensive yes. sport. But then, okay, so is that a thousand? Is that uh, <laughs> what juice that boxes? Is, what do we need uh, for the child? I when I saw that I was like really and as you know when I ask law questions to Alex that do not pertain to sales and use tax for businesses he's like I am not that kind of lawyer and and one time I said wouldn't it be fun to be a divorce lawyer and he looked at me like I was crazy and I'm like I'm kidding he's like yeah, no no, no that is a mess and no yeah. thank you I want no part of that oh boy all right, let's look at the weekend box office. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is aiming to have its big opening weekend in North America in theaters. Now, they are counting this one as the three-day weekend only, not the five-day Fourth of July week, Fourth of July weekend. So, oh, so like I know, Friday, right? Saturday, Sunday, like a weekend would be like just a regular weekend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is the fifth movie in the Indiana Jones franchise and kind of took people by surprise. Like, oh, they're making another one. Oh, that's awesome. So I thought it would be a little bit higher. I guess I don't know what I was expecting, but I want you to write this down again and stick it on the board like we did oh. last time. Let's see how close they are. Oh, they're right. saying between 60 and $65 million in the opening weekend. All right, 60 What are you thinking? Million. Higher, lower? We could turn this into a game, actually. Oh, boy. I think with really bad weather over much of the eastern half of the state, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say higher because they might go, I I can't do anything outside. I'm going to the movie. And listen, if it's not the heat in some places or rain in some places, it's it's the smoke. I did some yard work yesterday and I thought, well, I mean, how bad could that really be? I ended up with a weird headache later in the night. I'm like, was that the smoke? Was that just because I'm dehydrated? I don't know. But... I think it's going to be higher. We'll see. Also, this is kind of fun. AVclub.com. I don't know what that is, but they put together a list of the best movies set in all 50 states. Plus, they added in D.C. in there. Oh. So it's not necessarily where the movie was shot. That wasn't part of this. But mall where cop the for Minnesota. Store- <laughs> no, no. <'cause laughs> was the I'm, mall surprised, of America? I'm surprised. That, well, that's true. Yeah. Is that where Paul Blart was set? Was it the Mall of America? Yeah, yeah Mall of America. Oh. Isn't he your guy? He is. See, I should know this about the love of my life, but no, I don't. don't. So it doesn't matter where the the movie was shot, only the story setting. And some of these are pretty, like, they're a gimme. Sleepless in Seattle. Well, I mean, obviously, it has to take place in Seattle, right? So that was Washington's. Okay. uh, Raising Arizona. Was it really, though? Arizona. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, which one? Sleepless in Seattle? No, well, Seattle both of was? them. Were they oh, okay. really? I mean... Uh... Field of Dreams. Need a lot of cornfields. I guess you could have that shot anywhere. But again, where it was shot didn't matter. So Iowa was Field of Dreams. But do you have another guess for Minnesota? I thought Grumpy you would get this one right men. away. 
No. Um, Fargo. Yes. Ah! Come on. Well, come, come on. on. <laughs> come on. Give me some credit. Also, I looked, you know, some of the other ones. So South Dakota, where you grew up, um, that um, was. Well, but, 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 yeah, go ahead. Go um, ahead. The, uh, oh, with Nicolas Cage. Because it was. Oh, that. There's so many that he has been in, no, good or bad. But where he was trying to seek out the for the National Archives. What the heck were those? One of them was filmed out uh, there. Mount Rushmore, Sylvan Lake. I mean, this. I don't know what this movie is, so you could be exactly right, oh. and I would have no idea. What was it? Is it one about Badlands? the bear? Oh, Badlands. Which makes sense, right? Well, like yeah. Um, is that the movie you were thinking of? No. Mm. Um, and then Cocaine there was Bear. Nomad Land. Nomad Land was in South Dakota too. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, what Bo- Book of Secrets uh, was the? Come on! I don't even know what that one is. Oh, uh, there was a whole series of Nicolas Cage. Somebody's going to text it for me, please, because I'm having a moment here. Yeah, and I thought, you know what? If mind. you grew up somewhere else and you are new to this show, we can't go through all of them, obviously, on the air. We don't have that kind of time. But if you text us, we can text you back and tell you what movie. Three two zero two three five one zero two five. Uh, then I also will need to know the one about the guy and the bear, which was also South Dakota. Big movie. What is? It's the heat. That's what it is. It's <laughs> it's melted my brain. Or it was the twenty two hot dogs I ate in a competition with our intern last night oh, at the Stinger. No. On Q one hundred and two. Oh, thank you, listeners, for. Bailing out my moment of <laughs> fog here on the Nicolas Cage movies, the very sort of capery, patriotic national treasure. National treasure, yeah. And that looks like it might be a new texter to the show. Oh, thank just you. Just so recently. Much. Yeah, so you were here when we needed you, so now, thank you very much. The thing is, that wasn't solely uh, set in South Dakota, but they were seeking whatever treasure. At Mount Rushmore and in the Black Hills. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a scene in that movie, if you may recall, I think Nicholas had to reach into like a hole. Oh, no. Yeah, right away. I'm not doing that. Not reaching into a hole. There could be a salamander in there or something. Anything. (laughs) No. (laughs) A snake. But he reaches in to, you know, pull some lever to make a giant stone door move aside or something, (laughs) which that's not real. But I have been at that very site where he was allegedly reading, reaching into the hole. That's uh, Sylvan Lake. Beautiful, beautiful place to go on a vacation in the Black Hills. This is how weird I am. I keep my shoes that I do, the gardening and the mowing and the whatever in the garage. Yeah. I won't even put my foot in those without first doing a shake and then a peer inside, just in case, uh, like, what if what if something got in there? Yeah. So there is no oh, way. Great. I don't care if I need to save everybody with us. I am not reaching in a hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank no. you now for making me obsess over... Over the shoes. I never really thought of that till now. I do now. it all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. Appreciate that. Some of these other movies set in states. Like, I lived in New Hampshire, and uh, I kind of forgot about this till you told Did me. Did I tell you this? Oh, yeah. So, New Hampshire. No, so, these, they said the best movies set in each state. I should And then they added this. D.C. Not filmed there, necessarily, but some were. So, New Hampshire was on Golden Pond. Yes, and that was filmed there on Lake Winnipesaukee. And uh, ah. you'll see little signs, filming site there. Well, oh, you know what? I just thought of another one. 
Uh, Dances with Wolves, Kevin Costner. That's a South Dakota. South South, Dakota. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we said South Dakota was the Badlands. Yeah. Some of these other, some others make sense too. Uh, Eight Mile, Michigan, because we know Eminem grew up in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. So then also The Departed in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. The Shining, Colorado. Uh, Oh, yeah. I saw that that hotel. Yeah. Have you ever stayed? Oh, no. It's like a two and a half year wait to, well, to well, get, get on the it. room. Get on it. Yeah. To you want the, the room. room. If you are if you go bigger, don't go stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> also, now this makes sense because it has to be a Vegas movie for Nevada, right? Of course it does. Well, yeah. Somebody's texted in and just said, well, what's the Vegas movie for Nevada? Which I didn't even think about that until I just saw it. Well, of course, Ocean's Eleven uh, set in Nevada. Like we have some great smaller casinos all throughout this area, right? And in, in mm. Minnesota and across. But yeah, they're going to pick the biggest of the big to set Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, so I'm just calling one up quickly here. State of Minnesota. I mentioned Mall Cop just because I don't know. That was the greatest movie, but that was the first one to uh, to come I to mind. I think it won an Oscar, right? Oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> I can't imagine that it wouldn't have. But some of these others, Miracle about the miracle on ice oh, yeah, was yeah, that yeah. really set in Minnesota it was about you know the Minnesota the coach of the hockey team of course it was mm-hmm. at the Olympics the grumpy old man the mighty ducks was another hockey one in Minnesota but uh, I mean as far as movies set and filmed in Minnesota let's talk about can we talk about purple rain Prince Yeah, 1984. And that was all in and around, especially the Twin Cities area, First Avenue, downtown, the the club where he would often appear. Well, if you have any thoughts of uh, others that you remember were set in a state either where you have lived or are living, you always text us, 320-235-1025. Going back to the survival movies, 127 hours set in Utah. Oh, I did watch that, and every moment I'm like, oh, no. When they get to the cutting part, and they've got that sort of electric sound, and then the screen kind of goes like you're fainting. Oh, yeah, Uh, I've experienced that before, and I'm like, nope, this is too real, and no thank you. I'm losing it, Todd. It must have been all of the hot dogs and brats I ate last night (laughs) at our event. Because I was like teasing, oh, Montevideo will remember the movie filmed not only in Minnesota, but in Montevideo, and then totally spaced it out. Yeah, blank on the name of the movie. Yeah. Well, no, I knew the movie. We just forgot to mention it. Sweetland. Oh. oh, that's right. Remember that? You, uh, no. Uh, it's a good movie. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Well, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're being nice. What? It, what? No, it was a very good movie. Was it? Big oh, names. Right. Elizabeth Reeser, uh, John Hurd, Ned Bates. Who, oh, I do recognize those who, names. Who uh, ended up getting a, a place in Minnesota. Oh, there was another so small budget Minnesota movie made I must be thinking of. <laughs> I'm not sure what yeah. that one was. I did be, not though. see Sweetland, though. No, you enjoyed it. It was very yeah. good. And there were a lot of people that I knew uh, were sort of extras. They oh, did really? out a casting call in Montevideo. And uh, Did you try out? Did you audition? I didn't, because at the time, I was driving back and forth from Montevideo to Wilmer. I'm like... 
I, I couldn't even think about doing it. So that could have been your big break. I know that yeah. would have changed the whole diner number two. Might could have been, been everything. You. Yeah, <laughs> the whole trajectory of my uh, career would have changed at that moment. You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show. We always appreciate hearing from you, whether via text or on our Facebook topics. And uh, we're going to get to some of those, the 4th of July plans here shortly that you've been sharing. I understand that a text has arrived. From Jen. Yes. Yeah. Jen says, Laura, I think when you're in town in Wilmer in studio, Uh we should switch that game around and you pose the question and Tim has to go in the hot seat. (laughs) Against the collar. Oh. And then a little like, what up? Yeah, like, like little hey. emoji, what about that? Uh-huh. And then she said, love you guys. Oh, thank you, Jen. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. Because you don't understand what happens to your brain when you know you only have 10 seconds. No, and you're I about do. to embarrass yourself. I do. It, it wipes your mind. Here's the thing, though. You're going to be here for that last Rockin' Robins on August 1st. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to have to come way early on that Friday before or stay the whole week if you want to switch up the Friday game. That I mean, well, that's on you. I mean, what else do I have to do? <laughs> but I think that we can just switch a route. It can be just a, mm. a but who knows what's going to happen that week. Mm, I see. So we could do it on Monday nah. and then move movie Friday to Friday. Bring your husband. Then you can just you can you all know, stay for the he week. He has to go out of town again that week. Uh. I think oh, that he's just making tax that up. Conferences, probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> tax conferences. I oh know. my god! I'm like, what, is there fun stuff to do other than the tax stuff? He's like, no, not really. Yeah, no, I just go what look for something, some place to eat, and then go to sleep. I'm like, what? <laughs> Someone needs to be a cruise. Do you need a cruise director to plan these? Because I can plan some yeah. events for everybody. Because <laughs> I'm sure the. Uh, business tax law crowd is really uh, like looking for a co- comedic uh, hypnotist yeah. or something. Yeah, to, uh, you never ooh. know those tax people. They can really <laughs> loosen the tie and get wild. Hey. <laughs> yeah. 102 Morning Show. Huge. It's trending all over the internet. And this is What's Trending. J.J. Watt joining the CBS Sports panel this fall as an NFL analyst. Is there anybody who doesn't love J.J. Watt? I mean, maybe when he was playing against your team, you probably were not too fond. But still, a good dude in real life. And he made the announcement yesterday, but he messed up saying CBS and instead said CVS. And everybody (laughs) working at the pharmacy was like, yeah, I hope he's at our location. And then he's like, I mean... CBS. He's like, and even was right there on my hat. What? The, why do I recognize him? I mean, oh yeah, that's a familiar face. I guess mm-hmm. it's just a popular player. Well, a good dude off the field. If you remember, he played for the Texans for a lot of years. That's where he started. Uh, finished his career somewhere else, but he was the one who raised a ton of money for Hurricane Harvey relief and oh. then went out and like helped in the community. He's on a ton of subway commercials. His other two brothers play in the NFL, which he even said he can't wait to get on that panel and just destroy his brothers. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, see, that's that's how you know a family gets along when they're poking fun at each other. But also his mom has been in some of the commercials with him, too. So she's she's definitely kind of like Travis Kelsey and yeah. Jason Kelsey's mom was a fan favorite mom. I think so is Mama Watt. Born in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Where's mm-hmm. that? He played for the Badgers and then went into the NFL. Well, his brothers all grew up in Wisconsin, too. Um, I think down 
south of Green Bay, but I think in the Milwaukee area, somewhere, somewhere on that side. I'm looking up on maps. Uh, Okay. Yeah, it, it's Outside like a, of, a western suburb of Milwaukee. Okay. Of Milwaukee, now, yeah, not it, right down in the city. Take away the, oh, ladies will like, he's a head that, take mean, that away. On. I want to know what Todd thinks about him as a, yeah, an analyst. I th- yeah, we'll bring that up yeah. with Todd and get a, the male sports perspective on JJ. Well, I mean, he was injured. I'm going to say he was injured a lot. Todd may say that. But he also, he was good. Okay. He was good. Uh, and then this is trending as well. An Ohio woman, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. What? <laughs> I saw this and I thought, oh, what What have they done now? But she didn't really do anything. It was all the 911 calls that started coming in. And this seems to be trending. And I feel bad for her. But a lot of people saw that there was a vehicle that was driving around. And there was hair hanging out of the trunk. Like someone may have put a woman in the trunk Uh-oh. and closed yeah, the yeah. lid. So, of course, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. Somebody I better call 911. Yeah. 911 flooded with calls. Cops got to her house. And it was a very innocent thing that had happened. She said, listen, I just got my hair done, and I tossed my wig in there. That's just my weed. Ah, <laughs> it's not a woman no. trapped in the trunk. And it happened just outside of... Akron, small town, Maslin, Ohio is the name. But I was like, oh, uh, um, the, <laughs> this poor lady. The cop cam moment of knocking on her door. I just oh, looked you have it. it. I have that. Listen. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, Jesus. The craziest thing you're not going to believe. What happened? So we got a call. Somebody's concerned. Are you like a hairstylist? No. So there's like hair hanging out of your tongue? Oh, my Jesus. Someone's oh, like, oh, that's my weed. Oh, hold on. That's my weed. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> he said, are you a hairstylist? No. No. <laughs> That's my wig. Oh, that's precious. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? That's a that's a good Ohio woman. Yep. Dot, dot, dot. I love that. Oh, the great state of Ohio. Oh, always good for a laugh, I'll tell you. Here they are again. Can't wake up without it. It always sounds good. Tim and Laura, the Q102 Morning Show. Fourth of July weekend upon us. We met so many good, fun, nice people. Uh, including our uh, our uh, announcer kid, Archer. Oh, yeah. How did he do? He did great. Was he so excited? Uh, you know, I, there were probably some nerves, unexpected. I mean, he's nine. But oh, the, yeah. This is, that was a big deal. Yeah. The crowd was great because whenever he would call up another batter, everybody clapped for him. Aww. And I think, uh, I think Grace from our promotions took some video, so we might be seeing some of that. Uh, later okay. today, when he we were all at the picnic with Wicks. Oh my gosh, Wicks so good. He and his family approached. Remember, his little brother sent one in too. So mm-hmm. uh, Archer and his brother, mom and dad, are kind of hanging over, and I was chatting with some people. Archer, the one who won it, came up to me and said, "Tim Burns, I'm Archer. I'm doing the PA tonight. It's so very nice to meet you." I, I know. So nice. <laughs> nice, well-spoken kid, and he was excited oh. about that. Remind me to tell you about how I did get into a little bit of a hot dog eating contest with uh, Bria, our intern. Yeah, I've been waiting. You keep going, oh, well, we don't need to talk about that right now. What was the number? Uh, after the oh, break. Oh, we don't need to talk about that right now. <laughs> after the break here on Q102. 
a great day with Q102. Uh, last night, okay, at the Stingers. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I'm going on strike if you don't give a number here. A I'm number? I'm taking a stand. Uh, you know what? I don't even know because... Oh, so, yes, you do. No, I mean, Grace... Our promotions girl was filming Bria and me. It all started because Bria at the, uh, the Stingers Wilmerfest night just asked me out of the blue, how many hot dogs do you think you can eat in one sitting? I'm like, well, I don't know. I suppose four or five. <laughs> I did ten last week. Ten. <laughs> ten hot dogs. And she's a little gal. She is, which surprised me. She said the first two with bun yeah. and the rest remaining eight without bun. Yeah. So, so what first did you of all, last night? Uh, her story is corroborated by Stinger's management and other witnesses, including the Wix people who... They said, uh, yep, see that girl over there in the ten, Q102 shirt? Ten Cut her off. <laughs> so they want to do a little video. We're going to have a competition. The Wix people knew about it. They're loading up our little paper trays full of hot dogs. And I, I, don't, I don't even know until we see the video... But it was a lot. How many? It's probably I don't know. I probably did six. I don't know what she did. So, did, but you said you also had a brat and, and, too, and a brat. So yeah, one of mine was a brat. She went all hot dog because I I was just I wanted to taste their brats too, and Hold I on, had a burger. Somebody, I was just gonna say somebody was texting that must have been at the tailgate and said, "But ask him about the burger." So, <laughs> wait a minute. That? Wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, it's true because then. We we had been done with the hot dogs for a while, just kind of chatting with some of the listeners. And then I saw Bria and Grace. I'm like, I'm going to get a burger now. It just is sort of an exclamation point on this competition. I'm putting this down, too, girl. And then she went back for more hot dogs. So I don't even know oh what the final What's the number? But I do know. Oh, and then when we left the game, my wife's like, I want ice cream. And you're like, I'm about to vomit, and I can't. Did so, you eat ice cream? I did. I had a nice <laughs> cone. I, had a cone. <laughs> I don't know why I had nightmares last night. It was a weird night. I'm worried about the next two, three hours. That's what I'm worried right. about. Right. Now, earlier, uh, Laura uh, was mentioning J.J. Watts becoming an NFL analyst. And yeah. I think a lot of that had to do uh, with more of a... Uh, oh, the ladies. I said the ladies so will love him, uh, seeing him on the panel, but I said I think he'll be good otherwise, but we're we're getting Todd's opinion then. Right, because I want to take away the handsome good looks, <laughs> Todd, uh, as an analyst. Well, he'll be uh, in the Hall of Fame one day. I think oh. they have to be out of the NFL five years before they can be even, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 try to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be a little bit. But he will be in one day. He's a terrific player uh, and well-spoken, funny guy. I've seen him interviewed. Uh, Many, mm-hmm. many times. So I would guess he'd be good at it. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. got the look on his face of a nice, funny guy. And the, and the gals love that uh, cleft chin. Oh. He's got ah, that yeah. nice little cleft chin. Uh, yeah, a handsome gentleman. It was, yes. it was kind of funny. I don't know if you saw it, Todd, but when he was making the announcement, he accidentally said, I'm going to be working for CBS. I mean, CB- not the pharmacy. No, no, no. CBS. CBS. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did not see that. That's so funny. I naturally, as the armchair investigator, I'm like, 
like, I'm oh. just going to Google, you know, J.J. Watt's trouble. Anything? No. There's I don't nothing. Think no, he's, he's no. a good guy. He's a good yeah. guy yeah. off yeah. the field and on what? the field. He was a good player, injured a lot, but, you know, some of those he couldn't help. Uh, he, he was playing for Houston at the time, and a bunch of people fled New Orleans to Houston, and he donated millions to help people oh. get settled over there and, and help them out a little bit. Oh. So he's given away a ton of money, no doubt about it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As well as time. And if, ladies, you don't know J.J. Watts, Laura's literally oh, tr- stroking her own chin over trust there. Trust me, uh, trust me. There's no lady who does not know J.J. Watts well, if you're watching football. <laughs> Google it. Photos. It's so much fun to listen to. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.